0: Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada, with episode number 34 of the Yacking Podcast. We talk to you about life, business and more, and we bring you tips and ideas for a changing world. Now, normally at this point in the podcast, we say we have another interesting guest for you today. And I'm afraid we don't, but we have two interesting people, uh, that's Kathleen and me, and we're going to pick one another's brains on the various apps we use to make life as a solopreneur or self-employed person somewhat easier. But first, as always, I must welcome Kathleen. Hello, Kathleen.
1: Hello, Peter, and hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us as usual. We always appreciate you tuning in to our podcasts and videos. and always appreciate your comments as well. So please uh, keep them coming. And uh, Peter, you're right. today we thought we'd do something a little bit different and and talk talk to our listeners and viewers about different apps that can become so useful in business. and they've helped us in in our businesses as well, so maybe um, these are apps that you already use or maybe you've never heard of them, but today we're going to chat a little bit about um, some of them that we use.
0: Great, and we're just gonna ad lib. We don't have anything scripted, so there might be a few stumbles, but that all makes life interesting. So I'm I'm gonna kick off with a recent one that I was introduced to, and that is one called Calendly which is marvelous for scheduling meetings, appointments, and we use it to schedule guests on this podcast. It stops all this backwards and forwards with either email or phone. was, can you do Wednesday at three or would you prefer Tuesday at four? We just send the link out and our guests or people we want to have meetings with choose their own time at their convenience, and we can block out times when we're not available. So that's called Calendly. There is a free version, and even the next grade up is not expensive. Believe me, it saves hours of time and leads to huge efficiency. So that's my first one for today. Kathleen, what about your one?
1: Well, actually, Peter, on that one, I really like the fact that you can also sync the calendars. So if you're, if you're putting it into, say, a Google Calendar, and you're, you're like me who owns uh, an iPhone, it automatically syncs it to your iPhone as well calendar. So it's just, it's, I think it's fabulous that way. So you don't yeah, have-
0: and... Yeah. <clears throat> and, of course, it syncs my calendar with your calendar.
1: That's right. So
0: we use the same link, and uh, it checks both of our availabilities. And then once the um, appointment or guest interview is confirmed, it bang, it's on both our calendars. So neither of us can double book on that. So it's a really good app. Your turn. What's your one?
1: Yes, and one that I have been using for quite a long time now. And uh, I'm, I'm just like everybody else out there trying to f- gain more content and put more content out uh, through social media. And one of the fabulous, fabulous tools that I use is called Q and it's Q-U-U-U dot I believe it is. Um, And it's one where it curates content and you get to choose the different types of topics that you want. And based on those topics, Q will go out all over and, And source out articles that are pertinent to those topics and then you can put it into a scheduler and it'll go to all of your social media platforms and I find that I get a lot of um, interest in some of the articles that I put out through say LinkedIn or Facebook Um, so you're reaching people constantly so even though it's important for you to put out your own authentic content sometimes you struggle to find more content to populate your social media accounts and Q is a fabulous tool for that. Wouldn't you say you use it as well, Peter, right?
0: I use, I use it as well. And both of us were lucky. We got in right in the early days and we got the, the top level um, on a special deal. And it, it's really good. It's still not, not expensive. And I partner that now with social chief, which is the mm-hmm. scheduler that uh, integrates very nicely with Q and I find those two are are seamless and they keep on putting content out so if I'm away for a couple of days and I'm old-fashioned I don't do a lot on my phone I prefer to sit at a computer to do my social media stuff so if I can't do it for two days I know that I've got some stuff going out and then my followers have something of interest coming through so yeah good one Christine.
1: and uh, maybe I wasn't clear but Q also integrates well with other schedulers so if you're using yes. say Buffer or Hootsuite and in this case Peter and I use Social Chief it's just another scheduler um, it automatically integrates so you set your schedule in in the scheduler such as Buffer Hootsuite or Social Chief and then Q would just send out a content based on that schedule So
0: it's it's a pretty slick tool, isn't it? Both of them. It's it's good both of them. And I what I like about Q is the um, you can tell it what to look for in greater detail than some of the other curation uh, apps. Uh, So I find it really good like that. So if I say I want just marketing stuff, that's all it gives me. It doesn't go on to celebrity stuff, for instance. So find it better than some of the others I've tried in the past. Yeah,
1: and. and tool that I think has become more and more popular um, is is one that we use regularly as well, Peter, and it's Slack. It is a, a chatting tool and um, it's one where it's you can um, either do a video call through Slack. Or just chat in real time, just like a text message. But it's built for businesses, really, so that they can communicate with teams. So you can have channels, what they call channels, and you can have groups of people communicating in on Slack, which is another very, very slick tool and so useful.
0: Oh, it's very useful. And, and I like that team thing. For instance, on mine, I have you, so we can have a private chat. And then we have a couple of mutual acquaintances that uh, we only want the three of us to talk at any one time. So that's a channel. And then we have another couple of business contacts where we might have four or five of us in a team. And it, all you've got to do is go down your sidebar and say, boom, that's a channel I want. It's really quick uh, compared to some other communication tools. So, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one.
1: Um, and also another tool that i have used in the past when i was doing video tutorials um, is vidyard vidyard mm-hmm. or even you're yep. very similar as well as screencastify but what i like about vidyard is that you can do a video tutorial you can share your screen and record it you um, appear on the screen, but in maybe the left corner, and you can follow along, basically teaching people online um, how to use, you know, it's a video tutorial, it's about anything that you want to teach people to do, and you record it, and uh, you can send it to people through email, through um, post-it, you know, through h- however you communicate with, with your groups of people, and it's a tutorial, it's a fabulous tool.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Another one that I've only recently started using, and I I haven't explored its potential because it does all sorts of stuff, is Zapier. I think that's how you pronounce it. And that is a little bit like another one called IFTT, If This Then That. Zapier, I think, is is more comprehensive and easier to use. So I'll give you an example that once we've set up our guests with an interview time on Calendly, should that uh, guest come back to either Kathleen or I, to ask a question or to make a suggestion or whatever we we can tell zapier that if we receive an email from that person to immediately copy that email to the other one of us so if, if they address an email to kathleen she can set up zapier so it says when you get an email from fred brown our guest next week send a copy to peter and it'll do it just like that so you don't even have to think about it no forwarding and that and and it does also other all sorts of other things um Really good. Really, that, it's a very useful one. Zapier. That's a new one.
1: And Peter, you were telling me earlier that you use another tool that I am not quite familiar with, but maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about it. And that's called Streak. Streak. S-T-R-E-A-K.
0: Yep. Streak, just like what the people used to do in England in the rugby matches back in the hippie 60s and 70s. <laughs> um, streak is, a, is an add-on for Gmail. And what it does, it sets up pipelines the way I use it is I set up a pipeline for our, our interviews for YouTube and our podcast. So when I approach a guest to see if they would like to be on, or if a guest emails me, say we'd like to be on, then there is assigned a box. It's called a box in the podcast guest pipeline. And I have a number of pipelines. So at first that'll be a contact and each category is color coded, very easy to follow. And you can have a whole lot of detail and then when we schedule an interview then i move that person and all the attached emails in the pipeline and the whole thread of the conversation up to scheduled and My next step would be uh, recorded, for instance. So at a glance, I can go into that pipeline and I can see all the guests who are scheduled, all the guests who've been recorded and need editing, all the guests who are about to be published and have been published. I find it much easier to use than just folders or categories on Gmail. So that's a good one. And it's free too.
1: And one that I used to use um, as a sales tool, and it really works people. It's called bomb bomb B O M B B O M B. That's
0: right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's a tool. And if you're in sales, I really highly recommend for you to take a look at this website because what it is, is instead of sending an email to a prospect or somebody you want to reach, it's sending it through an email, but it's a video. So, as soon as they receive the, the email, it's a video of you and you can personalize it to whomever you're sending it to. And you get to capture so many more people than you would by just sending a text email and bomb bomb tracks. Um, when they've opened your mm-hmm. email, how many minutes or how long they've, they've you know listened to your video or watched your video. Um, so it gives you analytics and it's been valuable. I mean, it's worked for me. And um, I highly recommend it. Just just take a look at it. So it's bomb bomb. Yeah,
0: You know, I, I used that once before and I forgot all about it. <laughs> it just shows you. Yeah, bomb bomb. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Just today, I was approached by uh, a gentleman from a, an app called PodScribe. So this is brand new to me, but I think it's really useful. And what PodScribe does is it you attach it or you link it with your podcast and it does an automatic transcription of your podcast. And they sent me a sample of our last one, our interview with the author JL Callison. And they, I think it's within 10 minutes of finishing of publishing the podcast. You get an email with a file attached. It's a text file and there's that whole interview transcribed or your whole video recording transcribed. And there, there it is. Uh, so for people who want a hard copy in print, you got it. I don't know what the costs are. I haven't tried it. I've just looked at their demo, but to me, it's going to be a good one, and it's called Podscribe.
1: And another one that just came to mind, Peter, the one that we use also is called. It's it's a relatively new platform, but one that I think is is worth taking a look at, and it's called the Survey Anyplace.
0: Mm, that's right.
1: Survey Anyplace, I think, might be similar to in in some. Instances similar to, I guess, Survey Monkey, but yep. any place is, is if you're trying to reach people through social media and trying to build an e- uh, you know, an email list, um, a way or technique for people to do that is through asking or posting surveys to social media and um, having people answer them. Um, you can also place a survey on your own websites just to kind of filter out who comes to your website and what they're interested in. So it's uh, it's one that I would urge you all to take another look at is, is survey any place.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Another new one that I saw for the first time yesterday is one of my clients on my um, copywriting side and freelance writing side has a new a new website and they have this pop up that asks people to like their Facebook page. So uh when you get onto their instead of the normal pop pop up for subscribing or buying something, it just says please go to Facebook and like us and there's a whole lot of thought behind whether that's a, a good thing for marketing or not. But I think in certain applications it could be a good one and it, I can't remember what it's called, but it's I'm sure they'll be doing some marketing. It's gonna be popping up all over the place. So that's a, a new one to look out for. Right. What else you got, Caseline? What else do you have?
1: Well, there's other platforms. My goodness, there's there's an endless amount of app tools out there for people to sure. use. And I'm just thinking of some of the ones that we have used. And I know that, you know, Clavio is another one and mm-hmm. I want to describe what Clavio is to our viewers and listeners, Peter.
0: Uh, I'm, I don't use it, and I'm not that familiar with it. I think it's it's uh, easier to use, I've been told, than Trello. So if you're working on projects with a team and it's complicated projects, and you have to keep track of uh, who's done what and when did they do it and what's doing next. I, I think Flavio works well um, on, on that. But as I say, I haven't used it. I've just heard that it's pretty good. And then, of course, we've got our um, – Autoresponders, and we use Mailchimp. Uh, I use Mailchimp for several different accounts, and that that they've improved that a lot over the last couple of years. I find it. I sent out an email bulletin for our church today, and I mean it took me ten minutes. Uh, okay, I'd had the email pre-done because a lot of our members don't have email, so they get a hard copy snail mail. So I just copy and paste onto MailChimp. But it was quick, less than 10 minutes, and it's gone to the whole mail list to keep them up to date. So that's a good one. And <laughs> the stuff – there's other, others that integrate with that, uh, Shopify and things like that. So – uh, it's it's uh, important to find the balance between using apps that save you time and make you more productive and going overboard on technology. And I know a lot of us attempted to try out all sorts of new apps. <laughs> and if you're not careful, you can go down a time wasting rabbit hole on some of these. So I think the criteria is, is it going to save me time? Going to make me more productive? Going to help my marketing? Go for it.
1: Absolutely. Well said. Thank you so much, everybody. And, and um if, If any of you have other ideas for wonderful apps, please let us know, because we would be interested in doing another show like this, just to help business owners out there with some tools and some ideas of what can help them with their productivity. So thank you so much for joining us, Peter.
0: Yeah, I'm going to add on to that. And if any of our viewers, and we're getting a lot of viewers on YouTube and on our podcast channel, if you have a business or service that you think would be interesting, um, give us a shot. Uh, we are always trying to bring interesting new ideas to our listeners and viewers. So if you've got something unique and you're looking for a window to talk about it, give us a shout. We're looking for interesting people. So that's all from me and all from another episode of the Yacking show. And we'll be back in a couple of days with another guest. Thanks.
1: Thank you.